Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Welcome back, hearties. Today on When Calls the Heart, we talk about the season four premiere, the Christmas special. Don't go anywhere. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes. <laughs> let us sing. Welcome back, Hardies. Here we are. <laughs> we are back once again. I'm so incredibly excited to be here again. Yay! Yes. Ah! We had, oh, so good. Welcome back, Hardies. We're Welcome here. Back. Season four premiere, the Christmas special. Once again, we're all here. I am your host, Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at <laughs> Serafini TV. To my left, of course. Hi, I'm Maria Provenzano. You can find me at Maria Provenzano on Twitter, and all my information should be there. And for those who are returning, we know that we have three people. Usually on the panel. <laughs> There's only two of us physically here in the studio. Physically. But you can definitely hear that's the laugh of James Lack Jr. Skyping in. Hello, James. Oh, my God. looks like an angel. <laughs> you do. Like, look with like an angel. I am an angel. I'm wearing Christmas colors and everything. Hi, you guys. I'm James Lott Jr. You know who I am. And I, you can follow me at James Lott Jr. all over the universe. I'm on an undisclosed location on the road. So. <laughs> yes, uh, I didn't get the memo uh, about wearing Christmas attire, by the way. I'm in black. It's okay. Dang it. I, I, just, know. I, just, I, just, I just I feel crispy after watching it. Well, like, I know. Marissa's in red, too. Yeah, it's red surge. <laughs> <laughs> this is my attempt at red surge. But the Christmas special, we're here. I'm so excited. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in the live chat. We will be following along with your conversation. And, of course, where to start it, overall impressions. Maria, let's start with you. Okay, let me get my notes. I was in the chat. Um, yeah, so overall impressions. Of course, I mean... This is like the epitome of what we love about the Hallmark Channel and Christmas. It's Wind Calls the Heart, Christmas. Yes. I mean, what else could we ask for? Well, I, I actually, what else I could have asked for is a proposal, but I'm not going to go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, not but like um, this yeah, I know. So overall, I mean, obviously, the overall need for community and the whole, of course, meaning of Christmas. It's about people. It's not about things, and it's about emotions, and it's not about presents, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, really, for me, was the quote that stuck out from um, Sam the Peddler is uh, finding your star. And he says that when the pastor, you know, gets basically all the information, we'll get into it, but gets the information he needs. And when he says that, he goes, well, I guess the pastor found his star after all. And I was just like, that sort of, to me, the whole meaning behind it. Like, what is what is your star? And it, w- what was driving each separate person? To, to, like, what was their star in this episode? And that sort of, like, tra- trickles into our lives. We're mm-hmm. finding your star and finding your signs and finding all of those things that speak to you. So that was my overall impression. Yes. James, how about you? What were your thoughts? Okay, kids. You know how I do. <laughs> I break it down. I break it down. I apologize for the lighting, you guys. I had an issue before, and just kind of feel, I feel like I'm just like this fuzzy angel. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling, okay, so. Soft glow you are, James. You have I a soft am. glow. Oh, okay, so here's the deal. So like Maria, I actually picked a quote that to me sums up kind of 
this episode and my life recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was when Abby talks, Abigail talks to Frank. And actually, this, this scene made me cry. You know, yeah, I cried this year. Um, <laughs> and Abby says, well, my dad used to tell me that we are all soldiers. Sometimes you win, sometimes mm-hmm. you lose. Mm-hmm. We fight the good fight, and that's all that matters. And that, just saying that, that's what this whole episode, these episodes were about. Mm-hmm. It had heart, romance, humor, intrigue, community, Christmas, faith, loss of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I said it last season. It was like comfort food. Um, we know these characters now, um, and they're just they're part of our lives, and we kind of know how they're going to react to things, what they're going to say. Um, also, I thought it was very interesting, as usual, overall, can a woman do it all? Yes. Right? That was a major theme <laughs> on this episode. Can a woman do it all? And that's like, that's like today, that's still prevalent today. Um, and I was just very excited. Yes. Yeah. And the answer is yes. Yes, and I can't wait to get <laughs> into that. Yes, I really yeah. loved this episode. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So because, James, I thought of you when we were, when I was watching this episode, um, that the whole sense of community, Mm -hmm. and we definitely saw that, and everyone coming together, helping each other, not because they felt like they had to, or they were obliged, they had the obligation to help each other, it's because they wanted to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll definitely get into it, but you saw everyone just literally come together because they loved each other so much, Mm -hmm. they cared about each other's happiness and well-being, and they truly just genuinely cared for each other and I really love that and that's what I took out of really the whole episode yeah um selflessness and that's really what Christmas is supposed to be about and what religion and the reason we celebrate Christmas that's it's that selflessness yes really and also what's really interesting overall was that the actors just seem so more just relaxed they did I agree with you does it seem like that I can't wait to tell you what my favorite scene is (laughs) oh We'll get there. Yes. We'll get there. <laughs> but let's start it really off, uh, all, of, all of this off, with the peddler. We had this Sam comes into town. Mm-hmm. The peddler. Honestly. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. <laughs> or the, some of the kids thought he was Santa Claus. But Sam <laughs> Bailey, the peddler, on his way to Union City. What were your first quick thoughts of Sam? Did you trust him, or like were you kind of wary of a new, another new person in the town? What were your thoughts on him? Well, I think because it was the Christmas special, I knew there was going to be some kind of symbolic, you know, is it a Santa thing? Is it a saint thing? Mm-hmm. Santa, saint. And yes. then is it an, you know, angelic type of thing? Like, what is it? So, um, and I feel like I still don't know the answer. I know it was something of that nature. Um, but, I, you know, it was sort of that, like, he was there for, uh, you know, that sort of reason. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I guess some, it's one of the two. Um, but you no, know, yeah, I had a couple of moments where I was a little bit, I questioned him a little bit, like when he drank from his own little bottle and he said he was <laughs> didn't have any moonshine, stuff like that. So I had my moments where like, oh, they're messing with us a little bit. <laughs> what do you think, James? I, um, actually, I had a feeling he was going to be the mythical figure that brings everybody together. I just had this feeling when he, when he popped in, mm-hmm. when they first mm-hmm. saw him in the forest, and then when he popped in with the, with the, you know, with the dog and everything, I'm like, yeah. He's going to be that mythical figure that kind of brings the town together and connects the dots, which is what he did. So right. I guess to answer your question, Marissa, I did trust him. I was like, 
he's going to work it out. And he did. He did well down. He did. I mean, I for once, I didn't qu- really question him or his yeah. motives yeah. <laughs> for a new person coming into town. I think with the Christmas town. special, yeah. Right. But well, also that he didn't appear threatening right. or he didn't give any reason why we should question him or the reason why he's there. And the fact that he has a dog <laughs> and he was just sitting out there in the woods, like really minding his own business mm-hmm. made, made me think like, okay, he's not a harmful man. Well, and the way they portrayed him as well, they, you know, had the bells and they made mm-hmm. him, you know, very friendly. It was very much like okay this is some kind of spirit of christmas did you notice every time that sam the peddler came on screen there was a whooshing bell sound yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) the thing here's the thing so everybody in the chat room was agreeing and saying it's a nod to it's a wonderful life um name all that that's Mm -hmm. the nod to it um i caught that also when i was watching it i didn't think Um, about that so that's a good one yeah that's funny i caught i caught also and uh that everybody kind of agrees that they all trusted him in the beginning. Like everybody, everybody instantly trusted him. Okay. Well, since you're talking about the people in live chat, you want to give some shout outs? Yeah, well, I'm trying. Yeah, go ahead, James, because I'm waiting for my, my. I can't see anything yet. Okay. My, well, my you know, our working. girl, our sister in media is on there. Christy Spartland, Spartland's in there, so she's in there. Uh, we met her at heart at the Hardy's Family Union. Yes. Um, Emily Johnson, S. Matthews, Rebecca Creswell, of course, Little Smiles, uh, 86. I, I heart knit. Our girl Jeanette, who I now know <laughs> what MSU means, I totally get it. That's our big joke. What's up, now, now, that I, now that I know her, she's my bestie. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's go back up. Uh, Lori Pearson, of course, is in there. Dan Fry, uh, as I said, S. Matthews, um, Abriana Aguilar. I am Jesse. We met her when she was the hardest thing too. She's in there. Um, so we got we got about fifty people in here, so it's really nice. Yes, welcome back, Hardies. We're very welcome excited. Back. And we yeah. met some of them at Hardy's sort family reunion in Vancouver. So <laughs> we we'll get to, hopefully, if we have yeah. enough time. Okay, time. so uh, we'll talk about the peddler and just really his interaction. And I think, Maria, I think you said it. He's the one who pretty much got to bring everyone together in the community, which I loved. And he interacted with just about all of our main yeah. characters yeah, at yeah. one point, which I, I, I really enjoyed. But, like, his interaction with Jack. He said one of the best lines, good at helping people find what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And which kind of resonated with like everybody else. Like he, the, Sam was able to let everyone do everything that like find their answers on their own. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was good at. Yeah. So he did. I mean, he did. He did. They, had, they had him with, because they have a large cast, first of all. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they spread him around. They talked a little bit about everybody, basically. Mm-hmm. He touched everybody, all the way from Cody all the way up. So I thought that was a that was a nice touch that they did that. Well, and I think that was you know the the purpose of of him being there. And with with Jack, we saw it in a lot of different ways because Jack was probably the one person. Well, no, him and Bill, but he got to um, he had the opportunity to question him and mm-hmm. be like, "Hmm, I wonder why you are here." And um, you know, he, the whole uh, thing where he was put in jail. You know, that was Jack's decision. Yes, and. Uh, I think Jack was able to... He just kept saying, you're hard to read. You're hard to read. And uh, I think that was kind of for a reason, you know. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it because, you know, we still questioned him throughout the whole episode. Right, exactly. Because, like, yes, we questioned his intentions, but, you know, again, not a threatening man. Right, but just kind of (laughs) like, how is this going to work out? Because when he gets put in jail... Part of me was like, did he take it to teach a lesson, or mm. was Rosemary yeah. the one who gave? Like, I was kind of wondering how it was going to play out, <clears throat> or you know, 
it played out so differently than we thought. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it, excuse me. So it certainly did. And then <laughs> yes. he, uh, Sam also interacted with Frank, which I think was probably, well, me personally, was one of like a really good moment, one of my favorite moments in the episode. But when he's really just talking to Frank and he gives the Bible back to him, his yeah. Frank's own personal Bible yeah. that he had at the penitentiary. Yes. I liked how it came full circle with Frank and that his self-realization mm-hmm. of where he came from in the past, where he is now, he found faith and he's a better man and mm-hmm. now he's going to help someone else. He, which brings us into the Frank and Nancy story. What were your thoughts on Nancy? I mean, overall, this is Christmas special, so you yeah. think it would be kind of happy, but this was kind of a somber storyline. But think about, like, holidays sometimes do bring out um, sad parts in people, you know? It's like if you've had a loss of a loved one and you're at the holiday season, I mean, that is when you think of them. And when she, you know, was in this town that her husband brought her to, she just had too many memories of him that made her sad, but it made her son want to stay there because that was the way he held on to him, you know? So it was two people... Who and people deal with death and sadness and tragedy very differently. Everybody has sure. their own ways of coping, and she her way of her way of trying to cope was to make it all go away and kind of like you know detach herself. Whereas her son didn't want that, and that's obviously where where Frank comes in. But I just think it was it's so such a beautiful moment. I think for people who do who are dealing with any kind of tragedy to to watch that and maybe find you know a sense of of hope. And I love the quote or not the quote the um the St. Francis prayer. prayer. Um, Lord, let me, it's almost going to make me cry. I don't know if I can read it. Um, Lord, let me be um the, let me be an instrument of Thy peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is sadness, joy. And I, I mean, me personally, after just you know dealing with life and me listening or me you know listening to this and and watching it over and over again, I was just like, let me be an instrument. I love that. It really stuck with me. Yes, James. Um, okay, so for me, I'm, I have to hold it together right now. I know, me too. I, well, you know, I I lost my brother, so mm-hmm. uh, it was the first holiday, and his birthday was two days ago too. So his first birthday, uh-huh. this whole season yeah. without him. So when I watched the, when I heard, when I saw Nancy's storyline, um, and and what they were doing, and the scene that made me cry was when he had he, him and Harper are reciting the Saint Francis movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad they include this for some of us who are going through this loss. My family really had a hold this this holiday season without my brother, so he was the life of the party. He would make gumbo, he would come in and do all these things, and so he wasn't here physically. Um, I had mixed feelings for Christmas myself. Mm-hmm. So I I mean, I wasn't as in despair as she was, um, but I could understand where she's coming from, and I'm glad they included that in this happy, whimsical mm-hmm. kind of Christmas story, because What Across the Heart does realism, too, so it's kind mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. they do this. And so for me, it was hard to watch some of those scenes, because I was crying for my own loss and understanding what she was going through. So anybody else out there who was going through it too, I'm sure they understood what I was going through also. So it's, I think I'm glad they, I'm glad they included it. And the actress did a great job, and 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 uh, Mark Humphreys, who plays Pastor Frank, did of course an amazing job. And I just, they're just, I'm glad they included it. Yes. Oh yeah, me too. I think it gave it so much depth. Honestly, definitely. And yes. I'm I'm glad they included this because it felt like it grounded the episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we we had our fun moments where, of happiness, but also you spread it out with realism. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that that particular story added to the realistic aspect and why it's so relatable for the show. Right. And all right. And then Sam also 
uh, interacts with Cody. I thought this was a <laughs> good lesson for Cody growing up. I was like, look at this little man. He he has <laughs> great teachers and people to look up towards mm-hmm. and who is teaching him all these lessons about life and how we treat others and how we think about others and do things for each other. Mm-hmm. But what did you think of Cody's storyline? He trades in his baseball that was signed by Doc Crandall for the Betsy, Bitty, Betsy Bitty doll. Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like my dream for my that son. One. Like, all mm-hmm. I want, I think, and as parents, all we want in life is for our children to turn out to be good people and to be happy people. And, um, you know, to find find value in life and to, to be a kind person. And when I watched that, I was just like, this is the hope for my son. You know, that was that was my my interpretation of Cody. I loved it. Yeah, yeah I, I hope you know they always do a great job with the kids. And this episode, these episodes feature the kids heavily mm-hmm. a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and, and teaching them these lessons. And I think it's great. And I think with Cody because he's kind of the lead kid or lead lead boy kid on the show. Um, I'm glad they show we're showing his development as he goes into young adult. I mean, he's he's, he's getting older. He's becoming he'll be a teenager and he'll be getting older. And we're seeing his growth on the show. And his interaction with, with Bailey was the greatest because he showed him how to give. Even though, he, like I said, I already got the play, part of the play. I just feel like I want to do this for her. Mm-hmm. That was a very, like, kid-like reaction, it seemed like. It wasn't fake or phony. It felt right. like that's something a kid would think. Yeah, you're like, I don't know why I want to do this. I just right. do. It's my conscience. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it because you have to remember, he's still a young kid mm-hmm. who doesn't really can grasp everything in the world but like he knows the concept of what it's like to treat others with kindness mm-hmm. and care, being careful um in in that way but i love the really if you think about it he got to you know the betsy doll on his own but like he he managed to do all this on his own no one told him to do it no one forced him to do it it was like he managed to do this on yeah. his own which i enjoyed well and i think it comes full circle because you know like you just said he he's showing kindness but because so much he's doing what he learned so much kindness has been shown to him mm-hmm. so that's really like how it comes full circle it's like you can up. even if you're you know this kind of goes back to the whole adoption thing like these might not be the people who gave birth to you but they're still your parents you know absolutely. and so it's a it's a village absolutely and it wasn't just with um the the one girl that he got the right. doll for it was yeah. also you know maggie and mm-hmm. opal with mm-hmm. their tea party like he was just showing his kindness and thoughtfulness yeah. to everybody yeah on his own um, I, I loved it, and then of course he he actually ends up with Dasher at the end. <laughs> I know that was yes, cute. He did. I was hoping so. Like, oh, I hope so. Yeah, but he didn't get the baseball back. Can I can and, I just and, say I was like a little disappointed in that. Really? Everyone oh, brings it up in yes. the chat too. Like, we thought he'd get the ball back. I'm like, get, get the ball, get the kid, get the kid his ball back. <laughs> and then it was funny because Sam says to Abigail, "Are you sure there isn't anybody?" And I, I like thought he was trying to like push her to get the ball, and mm. it turned into everything, um, you know, for Gowan. But I was just like, ah, you should have got. So, you know, what I was questioning, and maybe I just watched too many mystery movies. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good premise. <laughs> I was thinking, like, where did Lee get the ball? Because you, you see the ball is at the beginning of the episode. Lee has it. Well, who he gave, got it. Who gave the ball to Lee, though? Well, he said he picked it up in New York, but who gave the ball to Lee? Because oh. we saw it at the end of the episode when Sam throws the ball and ends up being fireworks. I wonder if it was, like, Sam was the one who gave it to Lee, mm. and it all just came full circle. I don't know. I thought too much about the ball. Maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. well, here's, here's, here's two things I thought were really interesting, too, with, is, with uh, Bailey's interaction. 
with Bill, of course, and ask him, "Are you play golf?" Which is Jack Wagner's an avid yes, golfer. He is. A so that was a little inside joke. Yeah, that was kind of funny. There was that quick moment where Abigail was like, he's getting a baseball cap. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not the dog, but yeah. he ultimately And I think that's how dog. parents feel. Like, ugh, I, we do so much, and it's just like, okay, he's getting, he's getting this. He's getting a hat. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's about a rough year. And then he also, uh, Sam the Peddler, interacts with Abigail. Which yes. I you know, about the whole trade of what Cody did, but you know mm-hmm. the humility and kindness. Okay, this kind of comes to one of my favorite scenes. Um, so this is prior to Abigail talking to um, Sam, but it is when she has the argument um, with Gowan in the um, saloon when mm-hmm. she goes to the saloon, yeah. and he says, mm-hmm. "I what I want to like find his exact quote, but he says that you." Um, are morally where is my quote morally superior you want to believe that you're uh, moral, morally superior to everyone and I but the whole scene what I thought was so good about the scene was the acting and it mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily like what you know obviously like what he was saying this and that and it was added so much to the actual show but I watched it and you know Abigail Lori Laughlin, like she like watching her act and her reaction you could tell like I mean I feel like when someone says that to you you feel like ow that hurts and but they're interactive she's like i think something about if you actually believe that we're done here he's like yeah we are done and it was just the re i'm like i couldn't i wanted to watch the scene over and over again just because of the acting mm-hmm. like, maria i that. completely sorry to cut you off but no I it's fine with you right the acting and there uh, some of my some of my favorite parts of this 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 movie was the scene between the two of them yes and laurie and i mean and martin who plays uh gallant their scene they were so his, the acting choices where he's sitting down, not facing her, mm-hmm. way he, he would turn, the way he would hold his, mm-hmm. his stick, the cane, when he would get upset, he's getting up, he's like, "Well, I'm done." I don't She's like, "You gonna listen to me whether you like it or not?" I'm gonna say, that. "I mean, like, her the lines in her face of looking at him a certain way, <laughs> and the lines in his face where he's like buried frown, borrowed frown, he's upset, and and she's just trying to get through to him." I forgot that they had a relationship in terms of. I forgot about the whole the whole cafe was. Yeah, happening. he's like he's like I cared I, about right. you. I cared yeah, I about you. She goes, it was a business that. deal. Okay, I, I could like just dig into this scene. I'm like, do you all believe excited. that though? Do you believe oh, Gallon no. really cared about? Like, oh yeah, 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 about yeah, Abigail. yeah. Yes, really? yeah. She's a strong woman. It's one of those, it's one of those things. Men like him would like hardly ever admit it, but they will. Right. They admire strong women. Anybody was and so I, vulnerable. I get that sense from me because remember he bullied her in the beginning in the first couple of seasons. He's like just so bad. But I think he really, I think he really liked her, liked her, and just never got that, went that direction. Yes. And he did care. He said, "I cared about you after uh, your your husband died." Mm-hmm. I really believe that. And he's like, "And, and I like, really no, cared about you." Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I was just like, but yeah. Sorry, but, no, but he's so vulnerable in that when he says that, he, when he actually comes out and says that, it's like mm-hmm. that's him being vulnerable, which I thought was in terms of writing. I was like, this is such a good. Scene. I agree. And I'm just like, okay, she has like the trifecta right now. <laughs> I mean, she has Gowan and she has Bill and she has yeah. Frank. <laughs> so, like, what is okay? Maybe we save for, for predictions, but like, what? What is going to well, happen? Thing, and my thing is, I want people to understand that, you know, on show, people make, make sometimes they'll go, it's a Hallmark show, it's all, it's sappy, whatever. I should try to tell people there is good acting in there. And in this, in this particular show, the acting on here sometimes it really blows I know us away sometimes is there'll be a scene in an episode you're like oh my god that's really good it just shows that Harmark does produce good content and it's also worthy of great acting and mm-hmm. writing 
And I agree, those those scenes are just like great. I was, it's funny you brought that up, because those are scenes I was like, those are some of my favorite scenes, or both arguments they had. It was like going back and forth, their acting choices, everything. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. It was great writing, great acting. Um, what one of my favorite scenes in this whole special was her second interaction with Gowan yep. when she comes back mm-hmm. after he just yelled at her and taking the high road. What were your thoughts? This of is the third her? interaction. Yeah, oh, the third. Interaction. third. Two. Yep. They, they talked a few times. In this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't the do well was in the second. That's a, I just yes. watched it again right before this, so that's, that's why right. it's fresh in my head. Yes. Said numbers is not good. <laughs> Me and oh. numbers, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 but what yeah, were your yeah. thoughts on Abigail coming back with after being yelled by Gowan in the t- distasteful way that he did, but coming back and not being morally superior, but coming from a place of forgiveness and understanding. Well, this is after she talked to Sam, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Um, And see, that's sort of like the whole, like, you know, guardian angel type of saint, like whatever Mm -hmm. we want to call, you know, Sam in this episode. Um, I think think everybody interprets him differently based on your own experiences. So I think everyone has has their own version of him. But... um, I mean, I think, and I think that was sort of her her star, if you will. Like that was what I said in the the top of the show. Everyone had their star, and I think for her, you know, she found her star, one of her many stars. I feel like in the show, but her star in the sense that she said to him, "I need you," mm-hmm. and I think that that takes a big person to say that you need somebody. And I think she also, you know, sees there's good in him. Um, but that takes that's a lot to like go there and say, you know, we're here for you, and I need you. Yes, I'm here for. I'm here for me, and I need you. Yeah. And this whole second chance for Christmas, Mm -hmm. chance to work together, second chance to start over, which I think this is hopefully for Gowan, not just a chance to start over with Abigail, but a chance to start over with everybody in town. Right, exactly. Because Abigail's not the only one he's done wrong to. I just just think, for me, it was just the opening where she first walked in and said... I like. I know why you came back. Mm-hmm. I get it mm-hmm. now. I get it. This mm-hmm. is your home. This is where people. You have friends here. Like it was like it was that real talk that was kind of again that permeated this this uh, this episode. These episodes where it's just like now I get why you're being you're just being pushy and being stubborn. And a lot of us men were like that. <clears throat> but we're, no we're way. <laughs> no, not at no, all. That not like never that at all. has happened to me in my life ever. <laughs> Bless me. Never. So I, I get where he was coming from. He, he he didn't want pity. He was feeling sorry for himself. And here's this, you know, Abigail, you know, basically seemingly getting what he had. I get it. And I, I like to took the high road and was like, I'm going yeah. to just talk to you, which is a good lesson for everybody in real life also. Uh, yes. Sometimes you have to look at the big picture. And the big picture right. is she could really use his help. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Jennifer Carter just said, keep the men busy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just thought it was so yeah. funny. Really, because if they so have, like, not no time, I, I mean, if they're, like, bored, if my husband has nothing to do, I'm like, find something. Like, <laughs> well, talk about men being busy. Good How Lord. about Bill? He's now busy. Oh, my God. That was, I, lo- I loved him so much in this episode when, um, just one of the gentlemen of the, um, <laughs> town w- wanted to complain about his eggs and he walked out with the rolling pin. I was like, I love you so much. Hysterical. It was so funny to me. I, I, I hope I, you're not I, like I, that I, when people don't I, like I your I food. I am Italian. What <laughs> do you fair. think? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly. Yeah, my two Italians like sitting there. Um, yes. I, just, I just think, you know, for me, I I want Bill to always be kind of the anti-hero. I want him to always yes. have a mm-hmm. yes. Like, okay, when calls to our people, do not kill it. 
because he's so I good know. at being kind and kind-hearted and being gruff. And I think this episode showed, I love the gruff I loved side. It. It I loved hilarious. it. Hilarious. I loved it. I loved that he was Santa. Yes. I mean, Santa. When, and how they were all, the whole Santa thing was funny, and I loved the camaraderie, camaraderie of the men, mm-hmm. you know, with that they showed them in the saloon, and they were doing the dark thing for who, could, who was going to be Santa. And just, like, the joking, but, like, you know, the, the brotherly love, if you will. But I just thought it was so perfect. I loved it. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. I agree. And I, I agree. And I also like, you know, again, speaking of male friendships, we got, we had Lee and, you know, and, uh, and Jack in there on the whole episode. So I like that. They, yes. they did a great job of that. We'll did. definitely yeah. get into Jack and Elizabeth. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But, yes, yeah, so I mean, James, you brought up Lee, but how about Rosemary and Lee? They're back from their honeymoon. <laughs> Rosemary. Listen, here's what's funny. So, as you guys know out there, if you don't know already, I interviewed uh, Pascal Hunt. Yes, you And the so far, and I guess I talked to her. So it's funny because she explained to us kind of how she wanted to come on that episode and how they had to tone it down. So I was <laughs> laughing watching the new episode, knowing, knowing what she wanted to do in real life. Right. I had a chuckle because it was kind of like, here she is, like, she's just waving. And it's like, it was kind of subdued to what she really wanted to do. Watch the interview, a little Samus Blood. Watch Samus Blood. Um, <laughs> I love but no, her. But I just, I love her so I just love her character so much. I do too. And you have to have, you know, what did you call, what did you call, um, uh, Bill, the anti, anti-hero, anti- but she sort of is too for like a woman yeah, version woman. where she's sort of like, sort of, I hate to say annoying, but like sort of like the annoying, like over the top personality, but yeah. you still have this like, and you know, she says mean things to Elizabeth all of the time, but then she goes and does nice things. It's, she's sort of like the woman version of Bill in a sense. And I just think it's hilarious. I, I love the stuff that comes out of her mouth. I'm just like, Oh <laughs> okay, terrible. so I wrote down two of my favorite quotes were from her. <laughs> okay. she, they, they really okay. The writers really stepped up. Oh, I agree with that too. Yeah, hilarious the writing. So one of them she said, "The walls are paper thin at the row houses, and your squeaky voice oh cuts like a knife." She said to Elizabeth, <laughs> "How she knew what she was going to think. and she made made kind of like reference to her weight when it came to the dresses. Oh yeah, taking out the waist and taking in, in other yeah. other areas, <laughs> places. It was just like, and, and you know, and, and Aaron, in real life, her expressions when she did, when she Oh, like, they're perfect. So good. I did perfect. Yeah. They're so funny. Um, and, uh, but no, they really stepped up her, um, which I think is also timely, another timely thing, so you get married. So back then, you're expected to kind of take care of your husband. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, I came up several times, like with these women. Can you do it all? Can you do it all? And with her, it was like yes. she had all this time on her hands now, <laughs> overcompensating. Right. Well, she's not doing the Christmas committee anymore. No. And the thing about Rosemary's character, I mean, I think she just has so much as a woman. She's so she could do everything like mm-hmm. she could just and she's used to kind of being that person where you know she does the christmas thing she does this she does that and so yeah watching her try to like reel it in and she's putting all of this towards you know being um, a homemaker mm-hmm. it was pretty funny i loved lee's reaction i mean this is also what i've decided because marissa told me that i should bring this up um because like who is you know who's your favorite man crush on the show i'm like i i love lee i have the biggest crush on him i just think he's such a sexy man. They, <laughs> they, they dress him. He is sexy. They dress him very well. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, it just, and, I just, you know, it's quite a, handsome he, in he, real life. Him and, him and, well, in real life, the actors have such great chemistry, yeah. you know, on the show it comes, it really comes through, um, and I just think, you're right, Rosemary, it just had, I mean, she, she could go, her character goes so far the other way where she could be unlikable, but right. she's so likable. Mm-hmm. 
then she goes and does nice things. Well, uh, yeah, if you think about it, I mean, she could do really good things, you know, out of, you know, the goodness of her heart. And she says, like, some, on, on the surface, it can be, like, mean statements. But it yes. doesn't, it's not, like, dripped with disdain or, you know, it's comes from a mean place or anything. And then there's, so she does some good things. And then, then she does some questionable things, like finding that spider jewel and selling it oh, to Sam the uh, Peddler <laughs> and not being honest about it. Right. Um, what were your thoughts about this whole storyline and, like, the lesson that she learned from this? Well, I mean, it's exactly... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I would it was freak, so bad. I would freak out if that was on my... On I my would line. totally oh. rock that thing, though. I no. if I Okay, I have a brooch that... Well, it's not the same, but that no. my mom gave me um, that was hers that she used to wear in, like, the 80s. It's, like, this wreath brooch, and I wear it around Christmas every year because I love it. <laughs> Because I think it's cool. And so if I had that, I would wear it. If it was a spider? I would jewel? wear it. Really? At, at Halloween. Okay. Yeah. But no other time of the year. Just Halloween. Okay. Just I, Halloween. I, I cannot do spiders. I grew up in the country. I cannot uh, do spiders. <laughs> I think one, one little side note I just want to say, it's funny that he mentioned he got it because Lady Astor. So like a little yeah, that was funny. Thing. Uh-huh. Somebody who would be very popular in the papers and stuff, I'm sure. I mean, because you think of who, you know, mm-hmm. there wasn't supermodels back then or anything like that or fashion police or anything. Right. So it's like, that was kind of funny. Did a little timely thing and they said, oh yeah, Lady Astor has this. You'll be saying, all the rage and, uh, but that thing was ugly. Was yeah. Like, oh. But something else oh, that was so timely, bad. James, was started to go off a little bit, was the lights that Rosemary had in their place. She was like, yeah, he was like, oh, no candles. She goes, welcome yep. to Christmas in the 20th century. So yes, that was that. really interesting, too. That. Well, this is actually another interesting, I'm glad you brought that up, because during Hardy's family reunion, <laughs> which was great, the set tour, mm-hmm. when we actually went to the row houses and Rosemary's new place, that they, they mentioned that this house has electricity because they have money. Mm-hmm. Other people don't. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right. So that's why their whole place was lit up right. with trees and lights and where other people still have candles. Right. But they yes. come from money. Right. Which I... That's an interesting thought. I would have never thought of. Oh, it. that's that was my first like, thought. That wow. they that that's why they had it. Because um, I mean, everything was extravagant. She's like, oh, we're gonna have the biggest house in town, and mm-hmm. she went all you know Christmas shopping every single day. They were you know, so I think that a lot of the like they subtly threw that in there that they have you know are very well mm-hmm. to you know well off, um, but without saying it to you. That's that was but their way of doing it. It's funny, Marissa, when you say you ask about the storyline. I thought it was just like you know, it was a little piece of hijinks. It's something that Rosemary would do, I think, of course, because yeah. her heart was kind of her heart was in it. She was trying to spare her husband's. You know, she she didn't like it, and she didn't want to hurt his feelings. So of course, she would steal it. Let him. Th- I mean, it's just it's just the hijinks that she would do. Let him think that he lost it. Well, the question, the thing is, I mean, she didn't do it just to be mean because she right, loves Lee, right. and obviously it was a really nice gesture on Lee's part. But she didn't expect for this the spider the to come yeah. back, <laughs> <laughs> and now she has to deal with it. Which yeah. I, I really like this because that forced her to realize mm-hmm. her ways and what she did was ultimately wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you know. She received the spider with, you know, delight. <laughs> Surprised yeah. and delighted. But I love the scene of um, Sam, because that goes, you know, back to Jack, where Jack's doing his job, and yeah. um, but Sam doesn't out her. You know, he lets her mm-hmm. find her truth and, um, you know, find her star and come out and uh, and tell him. And I think that that was a good, obviously a good moment, but, you know, when he's in the in the jail and he says to Jack, he's like, you know, it's funny how... 
you know, so, what does he say about plans? Um, they uh, basically sometimes they just don't work out. I have the quote yeah. somewhere in here, but yeah, it it's about yeah about plans not working out the way you expect them to. But sometimes yeah. it you know it's for the best, and that's kind of like he's like think about it about an hour or so ago. I was out in the cold, and look, I'm in here. I have a hot meal, nice warm place to sleep. It's funny how things work Roof out. And it's funny head. how they do and how they don't. It's very yeah. I just, I, I just thought it was a little, little piece of hijinks. She wasn't trying to hurt his feelings, like you said. It was just kind of like, of course, mm-hmm. you go to do this whole over the top thing where he make him think he lost it, and right. And of course, and, and he had to find. I think had, I think it also they had to link away to get Sam Bailey in jail for a reason. So like just like they had to link it somehow. So you might think you might distrust him. Maybe he is bad. Right. Um, and we found he wasn't. I think they had to link that somehow. And that was a good way. That's a good way of doing it. That's fine. Oh, I think so too. I think the link was Jack. Yeah, because yeah, Jack was the one who had to help resolve everything, and we'll definitely get into Elizabeth and Jack. <laughs> Don't you worry, Hardys. We'll get. Yeah, we're getting that. there. We're saving the best for last. Um, but Jack, <laughs> James, you're killing me. Your your laugh is awesome. Okay, but yes, Elizabeth and Jack at the at the beginning of the episode, and how they come together. Maria, so, I'm sorry. I'm mad. Why are you? Because it was such a tease. Let us know. Yes. It was such a tease. A couple times. I'm just like, okay. Christmas you can go tree? ahead and finish, and then I will okay. rant about it. No, I, I, think, I, I think you're there. So at the beginning of the episode, they're together again. And they're going Christmas tree. Tree shopping. Shopping? <laughs> Chopping? Chopping? Chopping down the Christmas tree. That's where they run into Sam. But while they're decorating at night, yes, the biggest tease. So mean. Oh, my gosh. It was so mean. Well, even prior to that, like, when he was talking to Bill, um, he was like, you know, I want to make this Christmas extra special and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, is it going to happen? <laughs> and then he's on his knee in front of the tree. I'm like, just ask. Yeah. Like, we're all here. <laughs> we're all here. Just do it. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. And it was in the midst of, like, literally the lines, do me the great yeah. honor yeah. of what? Of marrying me? And you can tell her, nope. like, her heart's racing. <laughs> yeah. Here's what's James. funny. So we have uh, 60, 63 people watching right now. We had about 70 at one point. So Hi, thank you everybody for watching. Um, everybody in here is kind of saying that Elizabeth and Jack were the small part of this episode. Like they weren't, they weren't, they didn't really have a storyline that was enough. Really? So I don't know how you guys feel about that. Like they, like they were on, obviously, the whole time, but like they didn't really have, they were helping, they were doing other things, I guess. You know what? I can, I can understand that, why people are saying that. But you know what? I'm actually okay with it because that means in future episodes down the line, we're going to have bigger storylines with them. I think so, too. I think so, too. So a little yeah. bit now, bigger things for later. Okay, Lil Smiles. So just smile. be, patient. Little, be patient. Wait, hold on. Lil Smiles uh, 86 says Mountie Molasses. <laughs> <laughs> Slow as molasses. That is funny. Um, no, I but here's the thing. May, you know, maybe they did play a small part but for me they are the through line for the whole purpose of the show they're the ones who make the whole christmas really happen Mm -hmm. you know it's like that scene when they're in that um in the saloon and they're all collaborating to how to save christmas and they're the ones who choose to put that that's the selflessness you know they could have gotten dressed up and had this magical night together of you know elegance to the mountain something ball. you don't normally they, you know she didn't have two years since she's gotten a dress and you know it was just really spe- it was supposed to be something very special and they put their relationship and their special time aside for the town and it was really them who caused all of these things to happen cause you know you got the toys and then the houses and I mean it was really they were the through they were the big picture 
of all the small yeah. things that really shine in front of them. They're, they're the big thread that keeps everybody yes. together. That's a lot of people in the chat room agreeing with you, Maria. They're saying that they are the glue of the episode together. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more about the ensemble. There's mm-hmm. more showing community Which kindness. Which I liked, though. I love that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, you know, for me, um, I, I, I'm, I'm skipping ahead just for a second. Elizabeth's dress was everything. Everything. Oh. Ball. Was everything. everything. I loved whoever that designer was. I loved, loved, loved that dress. Yes. And personally, loved. I was really disappointed when like they weren't going. I was like, I really wanted to see that dress. Yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was somebody they showed it. I was like, it was so beautiful. Like, it's magical. So beautiful. I mean, she's beautiful anyway, but it's like the dress itself was, it was so... Yeah, it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. Literally in my notes, it says, holy gorgeous dress. <laughs> <laughs> All caps. <laughs> yes. Yes. I like that. I just, I just wrote, gorgeous. her dress gave me life. That's what I wrote. Her dress gave me life. <laughs> Amazing. Um, you know, and I was thinking, did. like, I don't care if it was historically inaccurate with oh, the I fashion times back then, oh, yeah, but totally, that oh, was cool. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't care. Totally we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. Um, yes. Well, well uh, the ball was gorgeous at but, the end. Because they yeah, did, ultimately. But, I mean, James, you brought it up. But yeah. uh, they didn't have their Monty ball, but they had the makeshift ball at the end where they were waltzing. Yeah, Jesse helped. Yes. Helped. What do you got to bring it up? Jesse person. helped. Um, he's a good person. He helps. He's going on me. I I <laughs> like it. I think he's so cute with his long hair that's like it's bad. Long hair. Yeah, really long like. hair. Yeah. Yeah, we met Aaron Buckles at I yeah, heard. Parties. Heard. <laughs> Don't make me jealous. Good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he made me rethink Jesse. All right, Hardy. Right. He made me rethink Jesse. Jesse has a whole season in front of him. So. Yes, he does. And I'm hoping he grows up. Okay, well, you can save that for <laughs> the predictions. Yes, yes. Um, that was an but, but awesome... I, but I think, I think Jack, cool. for me, Jack and Elizabeth, they were the through line of the episode. Uh, we saw things through them. They were they were involved in many different things. They were, they were, they were handing out lessons. They were helping people. I just, it was, it was, so it was fine. I mean, again, just all tea. The whole the whole Christmas special is a tea season four. Like, I wanted, mm-hmm. I wanted the, new, the next episode to come out, like, tomorrow. Like, I'm ready for the season to start. I mean, the whole episode was that. I, mean, yeah. I, want, I want the season to start now. Yeah. Ready. And you know they're they're just great to watch together. They mm-hmm. have such chemistry on screen. They do. Every time they come together, even if it's for like a fleeting moment on the street, saying hello or goodbye to each other, and waltzing in the street, that was fun. And I love how PDAs are not an issue with them. <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> so. um, no, they had a very um, nice kiss, and yeah, um, Abigail and Frank had a very they had yeah. very um, unexpectedly. Yes. Long, passionate. Thank you. I'm like, how do I put some word on Come on, girl. Passionate. passionate. (laughs) I was going to say intimate. I'm like, that's not really what they're looking for. Um, (laughs) And Lee and Rosemary had their kiss, too. Yes. Yes. And then they had their kiss. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, our three main couples of the show got their moments, which I loved. Absolutely loved. Um, You're trying to think of a hashtag. Okay, Lisa is trying to think of a hashtag for you and Jesse. It says Jerissa or Marissa. <laughs> oh, that like is JJ, funny. Team JJ. Done. JJ, that's right. right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right. But, uh, Maria, you brought something up and how, like, the, the lessons of kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing up Elizabeth and what she did with the Hope Valley kids um, with the whole nativity pageant, which I thought this was great. Every time we see those hardy kids, oh my goodness, I call them yeah. hardy. But, you know, the Hope Valley kids, they're so cute. Stuff they are so cute. stinking they're all, cute. They're also good little actors, too. They're also good They actors. are. But, okay, so this nativity pageant, everyone um, 
will get parts. There's no additions, but mm-hmm. everyone will get parts for showing the most Christmas spirit by being kind and caring. Which, you know, really sets off, you know, Cody on his storyline and Hattie and yes. uh, and Emily on theirs. And Anna, sorry. Uh, Anna and Hattie on theirs for, you know, they both want to be married, but they end yeah. up ultimately giving the role to Emily. No, not Emily. All these names. I'm sorry. I know. There's like names, yeah. Ruby. <laughs> Ruby. I yes, got it. I would have believed you. Yes. Giving, giving <laughs> Say with Ruby. confidence. Yeah. <laughs> Anna and Hattie giving Ruby the part of Mary. <laughs> Names. <laughs> All right. Words are, <laughs> Words are hard. This is live, you guys. Um, yes. But yeah, but what did you think of this? So th- even these two coming together and learning, you know, like their lesson in life. Well, and I think it sort of goes back to the same with Cody. It's really just what is, what do you want to teach your kids about Christmas? Is mm-hmm. Christmas about presents? Is Christmas about getting the lead role? Like, what? It, what is it about? And, um, like I said, as a parent, you know, all you want in life is for your kids to be good people, to be kind. And I think that is the best lesson that you can teach them. And so that was a really great way. And, the, you know, it, it's sort of like an, the overall message of, um, you know, when things don't turn out the way you want them or, you know, tragedy hits or whatever it is. Like when, when um, you hit, a, you know, the wall. That why words are so hard today. No, um, like a fork in a road or some. So you hit something that's hard, basically, and yeah. you know you have to make a decision or you have to survive or you have to. You know, they granted the kids were so looking forward to their new costumes and this and that, but look what they got instead after everybody came together. This overall sense of community. I mean, there's so much more from that instead of just getting something in the mail. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that was just the, such a great message to them. Yes, James. I agree. I agree. I think um, the mess, the messages that they always give these kids every season is always welcome, and I, I and that's why I like my grandkids to watch the show mm-hmm. for that because they get these little lessons that they just don't get every day out there these days. That it's much, it's much, it's bigger. You have your best. They taught lessons on friendship to the kids when she, when the girl says, "Well, you know, we're, we're, we're like being friends better than this whole right. you know, competition thing." And I thought that was a beautiful thing to say because I mean, kids need to learn that. You know, friend, these are these are lifelong lessons too. That friendships always come above external stuff. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I like that. I, just, I, just, I think it's, it's such a great, it's such a great uh, lesson. Yeah, friendship is such an important thing for kids to learn about because it's about that selflessness and it is about and I, it's something that James, as you know, like when you do hit um, tragedy in your life, I think the biggest silver lining of of something that's tragic in your life is the amount of people that you realize you have in your life and um the people who reach out and the people who and at the end of the day like you can have a house full of a bajillion things but if you don't have friends like you don't have anything i agree i well you yeah i totally agree with you i second that emotion that it's it's funny i've had to rely on my friends very heavily Mm -hmm. the last four months or so and but it's good to learn that you have to learn that young I've always had good friendships. I've been something, something I've cultivated since I was a child, and I have friends that I've had for thirty years. So I mean, I've always had really good friendships. And when they go south or things go bad, which happens sometimes, you're like, okay, but at least I had a foundation where I learned what friendship is and what it can mean. Right, exactly. Um, yep. And you got to start, you got to start young. And you want the kids, and I saw. I'm glad on this show they're showing the kids on every season. They're just showing them learning how to be little people and mm-hmm. how this works and and I thought it was another great thing under the guise of Christmas and all the nativity thing I thought it was a great it was a great addition well yes. and it's even like the friendships of the hardy community like we're there's people all over the country and you know there's this community that's created of friendship over a common 
love, if you will, and a you know common thought and this thing that brings us together. And there's something bigger, you know, that's that's bringing everybody together, which is so what I think is so interesting. That's the overall I think message. Yes, friends. I mean, we've created a lot of friends from the Hardys community. Of course, so. oh yeah, Hardys are great. Yes. Um, I love you know the the whole message of Christmas kindness, and I love how that you know kindness we got upgraded to Christmas kindness. Yes, <laughs> yes, I love it. Kindness. And then. Yes. Um, yeah, it was, it was just great seeing the kids again, and hopefully we know um, there, there's going to be more big cr- kid storylines in season four uh-huh. throughout, so things it to look forward nervous. to. Yes. It makes me nervous. Things to look forward I'm to. Like, I'm going to cry. I'm sure I'm going to cry probably like a baby several times a season because these kids, they always pull them out every season. They do a good kid storyline. makes you cry every season. Yep, absolutely. That's Scare. when you know it's a good Scare. show. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and we see the town come together to put on a great Christmas for the kids and for themselves, but for the kids and how they but come together. Really for the kids, yeah. For the kids. I mean, and uh, what I have in my notes here, I called it Operation Save Christmas. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm going to disagree with you guys and say it wasn't just for the kids. It was for... Even the adults. Sometimes they have to be reminded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for everybody. But think about, like, kids are so um, great about, like, bringing people together for, like, this common cause. And I think, mm -hmm. like, for me, my son, seeing Christmas through his eyes is so... And, James, you know, you have kids, you have grandkids. Like, seeing it through their eyes is so spectacular. And so, although it's, like, for them, like you said, it it really is, you know, you you get the enjoyment, though the toys are for them and the things for them. But, like, as a parent, you get... A present that you can't really even explain what it is, just like seeing it. And I, because see, the town when they had the town meeting, the town was like ready to give up. And it's like, and as adults, sometimes we easily will just do that because yeah. we, get, we think logical sometimes. Yeah, and we think, well, it's not going to work out. The, the presents are coming, so like you know, done. Like, no, there's more to this. We have to really remember what this whole kind of day is about. And in a way, it was kind of for the kids, but I see they all kind of got re-energized through this 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 village movement, which you know me in the village, mm-hmm. um, this movement, they all came together. And I have to say this one thing, you guys, it made me so excited. There's a black person in Hope Valley. I was like, where did he come Yay, from? Diversity! Yes. His, his name is George. He's a welder, and he's going to fix the oven so he can make the food. I was like, oh my God, it's Michael George. <laughs> I can be in the party. I can be on the show one day. Oh my God, There you go. No, seriously, diversity. I think it's a big... Step for the time period. Like, oh my god! Well, yes, I think my brother, it's great. not my uncle, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you bring that up because I, I hope that's like um, another storyline that like gets involved into the show. I yeah. mean, I mean, we're reading the books, the When right. Called the mm-hmm. Heart series, and we know that back then in that time that they also interacted with a lot of the the Native Americans yeah. in that area. So, like, I'd love to see a story. I on would that. love to see that. Um, they're they're in that. That's why you say that because I was thinking about that. I thought about that. I thought about us in our book series. But I was thinking when I saw the when I saw the black person. I was like, yeah, the book series is so different because it really does talk about yeah. language and yeah. all stuff mm-hmm. mixed in with the community stuff that's going on. And the show hasn't really went that direction. It's a separate kind of you know storyline. But I thought, yeah, it'd be interesting if they did some of that actually on this on the program a little bit. We should have a meeting with the writers. We should We're have available writers if you're listening. We have time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was very happy to I was very happy to see. And he was he was he was a welder and he was going to work it out. And he made the so he could have food. Like, that's right. Yes. Oh, I, I Operation it. Save Christmas. So, like, everyone coming together. Yost has an old stove that the mm-hmm. the settling family can come in. Um, people are building apartments. Bill will cook for dinner for over 100 people. 
Dottie, oh, no. Dottie will do the costumes. Um, everyone comes together, stage the saloon for the nativity pageant. Lee's wood scraps can be built for toys mm-hmm. for the kids. Hickam is an architect. Who knew? Yeah, so funny. Everyone's I talking I like, about. Oh my god! Like, okay. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> talking about Hickam needs to be doing something more. He's an architect, you guys. And then <laughs> yes, George Edwards is a black surprise. <laughs> there you go. Hey, he's artistic. I'm all for that. So, and I, I did love how everyone, you know, came together, worked through the night, literally mm-hmm. burned the midnight oil, and made it happen. How funny was Bill? Like, when <laughs> Abigail like, went back to the cafe, and he, like, had this coffee, and he was, like, super, he's like, this made me stay up for three days. I was like, I love you so much. We're, we should be friends. And I want some of that coffee. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love that. And his secret weapon, uh, weapon which is a special yeah. blend, yeah. which he used when he tracked Billy the Kid back in those days. So, oh, Jack, is that a story we'll see? (laughs) (laughs) Is that a story we'll see? That'd be nice. Um, Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And Operation Save Christmas, and of course, the kids all had a great Christmas at the end. They all received the presents. And it was just so good to see everybody's face light up. Yeah. And Harper came back, and everything Mm -hmm. was resolved. Harper came back. I know. And what I thought was really sweet and made me tear up was the faces of them getting into their homes. Because I think sometimes we don't really realize how important home is and having a place to call your home you know i think it just it means so much as like a family a place to grow and i just think it was really that was a moment for me <laughs> oh, no i understand i know because you know, in the beginning it was about the lawsons they were kind of the family that were, were kind of focused on a little bit about having a home right. and we had that one little scary moment where jack saves jesse and lee <laughs> from the falling beam yes that was, a little busy. That I was, was interesting. like please no major storyline where one of them gets hurt you know i was like oh please please, please no i it thought someone out. was gonna get hurt i'm not gonna lie when it was happening i was like something's gonna happen something's yeah, gonna sure. happen like, i really no. did i know i was worried i was like at least we got the you know life-threatening situation out of the way <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. so we're good for the rest of the I season i did think it was gonna happen i'm not gonna lie <laughs> um, the, the near-death experience is now out of the way. But, you know, that that added to why everyone had to work, you know, double yeah. time because it put them back in their schedule. Um, yeah. Overall, I really enjoyed it. Is there anything else about this episode? Well, I think you need to share some pictures. Okay. Because <laughs> I really <laughs> think it's important to do. I want to give a special little shout-out to Melissa Langley, who's on Twitter, who's been tweeting us, live-tweeting us. That is what is vibrating. I have my phone. Yes. I'm sitting on my phone. Shout-out, Hardys. And it's like, yes. Go. Thank you. Shout-out to the Hardys. Yeah. Read some names. But go ahead. No, go James. ahead, James. Yeah, because that yeah. was making my butt vibrate this whole time. <laughs> so, Nicole... Uh, uh, the calls in here. Uh, let's see. Let me get up, let me go up a little bit. Joyce Keeler, our girl Joyce is in here. Joyce, oh, hi, hi uh, Joyce. For us, Lisa Gupton's in here. She's in here too. We we know her. Um, let's see. I just, I just, I just this name here, name Jennifer Carter. Hello, Jennifer Carter. I'm glad you're watching. We have 66 people watching right now. So I'm glad go. you guys are taking the time to sit with us. Yes. And Michelle DeRose Mick, my girl, she is on <laughs> right now. Um, so some, some good little shout outs. Yeah, some, we met a lot of these people at Hardy Family Reunion. We did, we did. So speaking, now like, I know who they are. It's like, oh my God, it's crazy. Yes. <laughs> speaking of HFR2 in Vancouver, which was amazing. Honestly, oh my God, it was, was the best weekend ever. Like, <laughs> I, agree, I agree, I totally agree. That totally topped off my 2016 Aww. year. And um, yeah, it was great meeting everybody at the at the reunion. We got interviews with, you know... Aaron and Daniel and Lori and Pascal and a new new guy coming in. We had Paul Green. Mm-hmm. He's going to yes. play Carson. Yes. And um, we got interviews with him. Go check out our interviews. They're available on YouTube. 
Yes, they are. YouTube, Activus TV. Yeah, I, I just want to say, we got to meet some of the other people we didn't get a chance to you know, interview. They got to meet them. Yes. And I mean, like, Mark Humphreys gives her good hugs. Amazing hugs. Super hug. tall. Amazing Super hug. tall. Taller than me. And gives good hugs. Mm-hmm. I love when people can give good hugs. Yeah. Me too. You, you, know, I, you know, I feel hot about that. Yes. I, I love that. So we, he gave a really good hug. We met Andrea K. Brooks, who plays Faith. Mm-hmm. We also met Eva Bourne, yep. who plays Clara. Mm-hmm. And we're working on I think Clara's adorable. She's so oh, pretty. She's, she's so adorable. Yes. And we met uh, we met Carter Ivancic. Of course, his whole Carter. family is the best. Yes. His family's the best. We met Carter okay. and his parents. Okay. The best. Love to get Carter on and our show, too. And brag more. Keep bragging. That's for everybody. That's for everybody. Just kidding. Yes. Your absence yeah. was definitely felt there, Maria. It was Maria. felt. It was felt. Um, but, yeah, one of the great things about Hardy's family reunion is that we also got to go to the set. Well, I did. James didn't. Yeah. James, calling you out. But, I had to go. I had to go. Um, I took a lot of photos. I haven't posted them yet. Um, but there's oh. some great places of the actual Hope Valley set in Langley. Uh, for all those who are tuning in on iTunes, you can definitely tune into YouTube on our video end and check out some of these photos that are posted here. Um, this is the church. The church. So it's an school. actual big church. It's like actual, it's an actual yes. building. You go in there, it's a church. Yes. It, wow. Yeah, I, I didn't post the interior, but it's an actual building where you can go in and they push the walls back a little bit. Okay. All the sets here at, um, are practical. Which wow. means you can walk in. It's like home and family. Actually, yes, very wow. much so. Um, this is the office, I believe. Of Gowan, yeah? Yes, yeah. Gowan. I recognize the green walls because I always, whenever mm-hmm. she goes in there, I'm just like, God, it looks so rich. Yes. So this <laughs> yeah. is Gowan's office. And keep going. This is the saloon. That's the nice. bar. Yeah. Keep moving along. And then remember the... Amazing emotional pivotal scene at the season three finale on the bed where Jack yeah. is lying in the bed and mm-hmm. Elizabeth is pouring mm-hmm. her heart out to him. Oh yeah, tears. This is the scene where tears. they filmed it, which is I was like, oh, memories. And then of course <laughs> this, this is uh, Abigail's place. Okay, with the couch, got it, and everything. Really cool. Sorry, these are iPhone Look how beautiful po- <laughs> pictures. That is, so it's gorgeous. This and believe me, this this is, there's no filters on these pictures. Like <laughs> Vancouver is gorgeous, you guys, and that that's the oh, whole goodness. outside um, pan photo of you know the whole area outside. It was gorgeous. It was a nice day too. The sun came out. Um, yeah, it was really fun, and we saw a lot of cool places. Um, we got to walk around the whole town. It's so beautiful. And, you know, I was actually thinking that I had in my notes that at the top of the show when she's writing in her journal um, and they show all these, uh, you know, oh, there's some more pictures. Um, yeah. But when they show these, the footage of, like, you know, horses running around and, like, just the landscape there, it's just so breathtaking. It is. And we see the water tower, um, the Hope Valley water tower. <laughs> it's a lot shorter than you think it is. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really neat. And this is Elizabeth's uh, home. Gotcha. This is her area. Nice. That's where she, you know, writes her stories and all that. Yes. Um, it was it was really fun. I'll post the photos 
somewhere. <laughs> Host, uh, yeah, Yost Mercantile, we saw the outside. It was really neat. We got to walk in, and we even got to walk into the jail. Ah. We saw the jail. Oh my god, how bit. did you not take pictures in the jail? Yeah. I took, <laughs> I took <laughs> photos. Yeah. Yes, uh, there's a jail yeah, photo. Yeah, but you gotta like, get yourself in there and like be behind the bar. Oh, no. This uh, is why you guys right, needed right. me there. For uh, like silly pictures that I probably would have gotten kicked up for. A lot of these sets were <laughs> don't, taped, taped I was gonna off. say, don't touch the set. <laughs> yes. I would have like taped crawled off. under. <laughs> well, the interesting thing is there are some like actual antiques. So a lot oh, of the things cool. that they touch are like actual okay, okay. aged and you don't want to break them or touch them or ruin them or anything. Thing. Got it. Okay. So that gives um, it a little bit more meaning. So if you think about it, like all the yes. there was a lot of foot traffic with all the Hardys going to the set. They don't want anyone destroying anything, which yeah. I completely understand. Um, but that was fun. I'll post the photos somewhere. <laughs> I'll post all of them. I got to get it together. Do you put them on your Instagram? I could. I posted some on Instagram. Oh, Lord help. <laughs> not the greatest on social media, I just guys. answered, like, the question for you. You're like, eh. Like, I'll think about it. I'll think about <laughs> it. I'll think about it. But, you know, there there are other photographers who have mm-hmm. higher quality photo- photos than mine. So, but that that was just for me, for my own personal thing. Um, but, yeah. That, I think, though, that takes us into predictions. Then... And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. Lights are back. Yes. Maria. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I knew you were going to start with me. That was, that was a big <laughs> breath of yours. So, yes. I honestly I honestly have no idea where to begin. Really? Um, no, I really don't. I feel like this is there's so much to like we got a big road ahead of us with this season. But mm-hmm. um, I guess my first initial thought is what is going to happen with Abigail and her trifecta of men. Um, you know, what's going to happen with Gowan. I don't know if I have a prediction, but I feel like there's going to be something with Gowan, whether he tries to, I don't know, get her to like him kind of thing. I don't know. I think that would be very interesting. Um, because what's going to happen in the next step with Bill or I'm um, sorry Frank like what's gonna happen with Frank I, I'm just I don't know what to think I literally okay. it's like there's three and I got nothing um but there's something that's gonna happen that's our prediction number one okay um prediction number two there better be an engagement that's all I have to say about <laughs> okay. that. there better or be an else. engagement or, <laughs> or, or else. else I'm gonna be very uh, I'm gonna write a very stern letter <laughs> um, to Hallmark. To Hallmark and Papa To the writers. Um, you can pop over there. Burbank's right next to I know. To I was just passing The writers today. are right there. They are. Those are my two predictions. <laughs> I feel like I have nothing. I don't know what to expect. There's. We saw the fire um, in one of the buildings. Um, in one of the... Do you remember seeing that? In a preview. Mm. In the preview, there was a, a building that was on fire. Um, and oh, Bill yes. was like Bill running towards it. Yeah, so I'm just... I have I don't have a prediction for it, but I, that I saw that happen. I'm very curious what the Hardys have as predictions too. But James, what do you have for your yes, predictions? Hardys, what are your predictions? James, go, go. Oh, so I think I don't I don't think Jack and Elizabeth are going to get engaged this season. I'm sorry about it. I, I think they are. What? I think they are. Bite your I think it's going to be another long, just kind of courtship. They're finding out about each other. I think Jack <laughs> with you uh, uh, goes through. A mini crisis of employment of like what do you want to do? Do you want to stay a Mountie or not? 
Oh, yes. Well, we oh, saw that's in the right. preview. That's right. That's right. We saw in the preview some somebody comes about his job. Well, and a teacher yeah. comes in to the yeah. town. What the to heck? take Elizabeth's job? Heck no! I honestly don't have a prediction. I don't know what's going to happen. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I think there's going to be some stuff. I think there'll be some more character development between the two of them. Like almost separately, exactly. like that's gonna be happening this whole season of what that means. Because she's like, I've been here three years now. This new my new home. I think it's gonna be more development of, of Jack as a mountie as a man and as Elizabeth, the teacher, as a woman. I think the engagements will be. I think Frank and Abigail might get engaged. Uh, I think that's gonna be the big engagement. Mm. And I think, um, I think it's gonna be a Jesse and Clara courtship. Would people uh, hate me? I think me? that's already started. Would people hate me if I said that I like Abigail with? Bill or Gowan better than I like her with Frank. What? I don't oh my hate God, you. I don't hate you, Maria. I can never hate I, you. It's not that I don't like Frank. <laughs> it's not that I don't like Frank. I do. I like, and yeah. I, I think I would like her with all of them. But I feel like you like her with them more. I feel like they light some kind of fire in her a little bit more. Interesting. Okay. I know. Uh, I just, I just scared fun. the fans that are watching. I said, I'm scary. I know I'm scary, you guys. I know. <laughs> but that's that's just I, that's just my that's my prediction. Okay. I, like, I still think it's gonna happen. All right, Marissa. All right. And, and see, my thing is, I'm actually, see, for me, I'm okay with it, because then you open the next season, then it has, it has to happen by next season. I'm like, let's, let's develop them That's more. I mean, let's about last season. It's got to happen. Okay, Marissa. Okay. My appreciation. <laughs> it's, it's hard to follow you, too, because those are good. Um, <laughs> mine was confusing. In, in mine, I put something big, parentheses, tragic, <laughs> is going to happen to Elizabeth. Ooh. I'm like, I, I, it's kind of like how it dark. happened to yes. um, Jack. It's very okay. dark. If you oh, think about oh, it, okay. if you think about it, something happens in season one, and you know something sad happens. Jack has to go away, and then he comes back. Um, you know, and she she was held hostage. And season two, Jack, or sorry, season three, Jack was in the end of the river. He had a near death experience. So mm-hmm. something big happened to him. I think it is. You know, it's just that balance of something big and tragic and dramatic has to happen to Elizabeth. I don't know what it is. Whether it be a death in the family, something happens to her. God forbid. Um, but I, I just think something's gonna happen to her. Um, is gonna happen to Elizabeth, that's all. It's very vague, but something tragic's going to happen. I think the proposal... I think we are going to see a proposal at the end of the Okay, season. so who? Because everyone in the chat is like, Maria, who's engaging? Who's engaging? I'm talking about Jack and Elizabeth. Yeah. But um, Lisa's mad at me now. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, see, I, think, no. I think it's one of those things like, you know, everybody watched Cheers. It was Sam and Diane. Everybody yes. watched Moonlighting. It was bad. They, they always, they, they draw they these things out sometimes forever. because it's for dramatic effects. Yeah. It, it, I feel like. Take them forever. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. mad at me, you guys. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's I, your opinion. That's your thought. That's totally fair. No, that's I'm, why I'm we're here. My People, they, they're all looking at me telling me crazy. Yeah. I'm saying no. my mom. I'm just saying that it's, it's just television. I think it's going to be... They, they want the show to go on for a long time. So I think they're going to continue to kind of keep it... If they, if they get engaged, I mean, maybe they feel like it won't work. That means so fast. I, mean, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I just think it's going to be... I, just, I feel well, like it'll be Abigail and Frank for There was a prediction. I want to yeah. find it. I think it was You Michelle? know how frustrating that would be to see two relationships get... Engaged and proposed and married. Th- that's the same thing. And, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you caught that like, though. Proposed and you know uh, and married. Yeah. Uh, two different relationships that aren't Jack and Elizabeth, who's been together since technically season one. So I think at the end of this season, we'll finally get their proposal. Yes, Maria, <laughs> calling on you. Okay, Michelle said prediction: Jack gets his own station. Elizabeth has a replacement already, and they can move into a different area. But they 
that they both love, or but they both love Hope Valley. So that was a prediction of one of the Hardys. And I'm just, oh, oh that's interesting. And thinking of the times back then, Mounties, quote unquote, don't really marry yet. So they had to marry in order to move. I don't right, think have right. to, but I think that would. Well, I think at that time. That would get the ball rolling. Well, like, they're not going to live together. Well, if they're not married, right. they're, Jack's not going to bring Elizabeth with him because right. they're technically not married. Therefore, yeah. he's not obligated. Obligated to bring someone with him mm-hmm. if moving a post because he's technically still single in in the laws of in the laws of employment. Well, you guys yeah, remember we have a new character coming on is going to turn things up apparently. And that's Paul Two. Green's character. Yes. So well, there's a new teacher look, and then scary, a new everybody, get a scared. yeah a new teacher and then the new guy. Yes, so get a little scared. I'm saying everybody just kind of get ready. I mean, if they got if they got engaged, Jack and Mr. got engaged this season, I'd be happy. I'd be totally happy. I just have I just have a feeling there'll be some more drama first before we get there. Mm. Yeah. There's gonna be I think it's gonna be an intense season. Mm-hmm. I think they yeah. built it up so there's a lot of depth with these characters. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. there's just gonna be it was funny, someone um I kinda have to find it again, but um someone had said something about like it's gonna turn into lifetime when Marissa was saying <laughs> <laughs> And I love lifetime, you guys. So Hallmark and Lifetime. No. Like, now, wait a minute. Isn't there 10 episodes a season? 10, yes. There's, uh, this is considered the first two episodes of season four. Oh, it's 10. So it's 10. So, so I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was 8 10. Episodes. So it's like 12, but it's only 10. So it's no. 10 in total. So we have it's, 8 more. Okay. It's 10. Right. Brian Bird has confirmed that the season has 10. Oh, okay. We have technically covered two. We have okay. 8 more, which leads me to an announcement <gasps> that season four begins <laughs> February 19th premieres yeah. yes everyone and we will be back February 20th at 5 o'clock at Pacific 5 o'clock Coast time on Mondays Hardys we will be back for season four Mondays at 5pm Pacific Standard Time 8pm Eastern Standard Time like our normal selves like our normal <laughs> selves um, we do it for you guys uh, we're, we're really excited so overall I love this. It's the perfect start to yeah. season four. It made me I happy. Think. Yes, it made me happy. All right. In the meantime, where can everyone keep following you? Maria. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Maria Provenzano, and all of my information will be there. And James? Okay, really quickly, if I says no, there's 10 more episodes after this. What? Okay, I'm not complaining. Said Brian, they said Brian said there's 10 after this movie. Really? That's what Christy and all them are saying. Brian said there's 10 more. Well, but you anyway. guys know I can't do numbers, so... <laughs> either, either way, I'm James Lodgini, you guys, and I'm, I'm on the road, so I'm everywhere. You can follow my adventures at James Lodgini on every single social media platform in the earth. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. And you can follow me on Twitter at... Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those fun social media platforms at AfterBuzz TV. Rate, comment, subscribe. YouTube, iTunes. We Thumbs are up. on iTunes. Thumbs Give up. us some ratings there too. Spread the love. We're excited to be covering the show once again. You hearties will always be in our hearts. Aww. And never stop talking to us because yes. we will never we stop you guys. talking to you. Yeah, we do. We do love you guys. Thank you, hearties. And we will be back February 20th. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. Buzz, later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.